0: It's my time, yo time, step into the spotlight Get yo let yourself go High time, high time, gotta go big time This is it, yo, never take no fight time Grind time, take it to the street time Turn the roof off, get loco Game time, win time, we gon' bring it home time No regrets now, let it all go We free the thunder!
1: Good evening, and welcome to Mountain Bears on me tonight. And of course, with you tonight is Techie with the Mostest, Techie Joe. How are you, darling? Oh, doing pretty good. Probably better if I actually gave y'all some light. Well, um, see <laughs> be your beautiful face for goodness sakes.
2: Well, I just realized how dark it was. Uh huh. So yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, we are here. Yes, and we are queer, movie. and we are not in the mood to fuck with anybody well you know
2: there's
1: that yeah you know yeah what i find interesting is we're dealing with the supreme court and the supreme court tells somebody Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um they reverse course Mm
3: -hmm.
1: um very quickly and this is what's called a shadow docket order there we go there's the post um washington post is being nice Um, The Supreme Court on Wednesday reversed course and said Yahtzee University of New York must now comply with state's court orders that it should recognize a campus GLBT rights organization. On a vote of four to five, the justice said the school, which describes itself as a word premier tourist-based institution of higher education, must now comply with New York State's trial court ruling. The court said that an education institution, the school must comply with New York's city's civil uh, human rights laws and provide pride alliances as the same access to facilities as dozen, uh, as dozen of other organizations. The group said that includes classrooms, bulletin boards, and club fair booths. The city asked the Supreme Court to intervene and last week Justice um Sonia Sartori, granted it as a temporary relief, but on Wednesday, the majority said the university has other options before the Supreme Court gets involved. It's kind of like, no, 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 no. You have to go back and start over.
2: Okay. So, yeah, they're basically going back to a little bit of the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. Oh, the First Amendment guarantees the right to the free exercise of religion. And if that provision means anything, it prohibits the state from enforcing its own preferred interpretation of holy scripture. So the dissent written by Justice Alito and joined by uh, Clarence Thomas Gorsuch and Barrett. Yet, that is exactly what New York has done in this case, and it is disappointing that a majority of this court refuses to provide relief. Um, so, yeah, a leader said the four are likely to grant the case if the university is unsuccessful in New York's uh, State Appeals Court, and Yeshiva would likely win if its case came before us. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. But again, likely is not profitable as it's only four to the five. Mm-hmm. So it's a very it's slim majority, but it's running down the line. Yeah. Down the line. Mm-hmm. Oh, again, again, so... uh, yeah, again. Uh, this is again why we need to vote blue. We need to get control, and we need to expand the court or limit their abilities. Granted, you know Thomas Thomas better be good. Like, Thomas is going to have to, you know, appear and vote on January about the January 6th committee and exactly what hands he had in it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, since his wife has called, I don't know, Georgia, Arizona, Pennsylvania, trying to use her position of a justice's wife to get them to overturn their state's elections.
2: Uh, there you go. So, yeah. Oh.
1: Lots of things going on there. Right. And it's ridiculous. We should not have to be fighting this in 2013. Well, hell, 2022. Much less 2013. Exactly. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of in a bad mood in general today. You know, we've got, unfortunately, the state of West Virginia's governor signing his, you know, moratorium, De, you know, declaring half the citizens of the state of West Virginia as not full citizens.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's, that's enough to put anyone into a bad mood. Yeah.
1: Yes. You know, the state that's that, you mood. know, everyone is looking for the light switch with should not be doing shit that its people do not want. You know, And what did he do to celebrate this special session that he wasted our tax dollars on? Throw a barbecue at the mansion that he had to be court-ordered to live in.
2: Which for the is lawmakers. kind of ironic.
1: Yeah, it, 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 it's kind of ironic.
2: It is. It is. Yes. Uh, we um. So, yeah, I just need one second to get that slide ready. Sorry, I'm awesome. a little distracted. They've given us I new know. options and i'm all excited about that mm-hmm. and then i'm sitting here going i have to do what to who to huh right um and it's like okay um there we go and print hooray pdf file document save and then
1: we can come over awesome mm-hmm. come on Finish it up. So upload a file. Hooray. Yeah. I, I Close all tabs. Thank you.
2: StreamYard <laughs> added new feature. I'm just like, oh, I like this better. Yeah. It is yeah. it is it is nicer.
1: So we will be talking about a few places. This is a graphic that's very important and we'll remain on our screen while we talk about these.
2: um so yeah just moment. Another...
1: oh where did you go hello miss brenda how are you i hope you're well
2: There we go we have uploading and processing yay oh and i like yeah. that it doesn't just throw it on screen i love it all right so
1: yay good, so, good i'll throw it on screen
2: well, I mean, I like that in versus like some of the other things that I've tried to do, uh-huh. um, where it just bleh, um, right. like if you share a window, it immediately just pops up, right? And
1: yeah, yeah. So, oh, engagement yeah. pictures! How wonderful! Congratulations to the goddaughters! Hooray! Yeah. Good deal all right so joe explain this lovely graphic um so yeah there's
2: there's a lovely article earlier this week did, did you grab that one
1: i did it's um, in your oh yes
2: yes you did the um uh, uh yeah Monongalia county boe discusses uh policy behind removing pride flags There mm-hmm. we go um so yeah um so there's been a recent controversy around the decision to remove pride flags from a school in monongalia county according to officials the decision was not made by just one specific school or teacher but is a result of monongalia county schools policy adopted back in 2020 um and monongalia county board of education president ron light cited monongalia county schools policy uh, 3231.01 as the reason for the removal, of the policy states non school related activities, including political activities, do not contribute to a positive learning and climate and may be disruptive, divisive, and distracting. Therefore, such activities are not appropriate within the school setting. It is the intention of the Board of Education to regulate such activities on all board-owned or used property within all school buildings and all school-sponsored activities. So that's Monongalia County Schools Policy 3231.01. Um, so after, huh, huh, uh, so they, they basically decided that Pride Flags mm-hmm. are entirely about politics, um which is a interesting decision one to make. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, and currently the poll on that is uh because there is a poll on uh uh WBOI. Do you think that Pride Flag should be included in policy thirty-two thirty-one oh one? Um, 50% say definitely 44% say absolutely not. And 6% say I can see both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where that's at. Um, right. now huh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So in your upper left corner there, of this graphic, you, you see the school bus. It holds 54 children. Um, now right below that is what 26 school buses worth of children look like. Um I did the math, that holds exactly 1404 children. No more, no less. Um now West Virginia has a population of 312,000 people between ages 5 and 19. That's the closest I could get um to the numbers I needed for this, but ultimately you, you like follow the extrapolation here um so yeah um we have a one percent trans rate in the state of west virginia one percent of uh people in west virginia we are the the trans capital of the world um or well at least to the 50 states um we have the highest uh number of uh trans people Mm -hmm. Okay. We're at 1% of our population is trans or identifies as trans. Mm -hmm. Um, So now um, in a population of 312,000, that means 3,120 students um, would be potentially trans. Mm -hmm. Uh, Trans people have a 45% Unsupported trans people have a forty-five percent likelihood of committing suicide. Forty-five percent. So forty-five of that, of forty-five percent of that thirty-one twenty, is one thousand four hundred four. That's what your twenty-six school buses would look like if those uh, uh, 26 school buses full of children in the state of West Virginia that are currently between the ages of five and 19, those are the ones that will not graduate or should not graduate because they were unsupported. 26 school buses worth of children. With support, that number plunges back down to the zero 0.00014 national teen suicide rate, which means that of that same 3,120 students, if they are properly supported, 0.43 of a child, not a whole child, 0.43 of a child would be um, but would potentially commit suicide.
1: Yeah. So instead of colliding political priority and trying to draw your Republican lines, why don't you look at those 26 school buses? Because we get to look at them. We get to see 62 of them pass our, our house twice a day. Twice a day. Oh, poor Shannon, you did log in at a strange time.
2: You did, you did. So like, um, but anyway, so I the, I actually read a different article and the article brought up the 45% rate mm-hmm. and I, I'm just sitting here and I did a double take on that. And I'm going, and we're the trans capital of the United States at 1%. Yeah. Actually, it's a little over 1%, but I like back of envelope math, especially when we're dealing with numbers this big. So it's would potentially be more than 3120 and right. more than 1,404 students. Right. But 1%, 312,000, because I'm sure the exact population between uh, the ages of 5 and 19 is probably not a right. clean 312,000. Right. So we'll roll with it. Right. Um, but nice little illustrative here that we were talking about the difference between 26 school buses full of children dead. Right. And one kid somewhere in 55 counties that might, like 0.43 of a child, that's what support, that is the literal difference that that support makes. When we're talking about support for many kids, it's literally going into a classroom or into a school and seeing pride flags. straight gay alliances spaces. safe space alliance groups
1: supportive teachers uh,
2: yeah okay so lgbt rights are political yeah why human LGBT, rights are, are and that's two words that like this is the point i have to point out it's two words lgbt it's an acronym we'll count it as a word and rights that's political Um, LGBT is representative of, of groups of people Mm that they they
0: have a flag.
2: Mm -hmm. It, it, It is an identifier of a community, not a political agenda. Right. Like, I don't get how anyone doesn't follow that
1: bouncy ball. Well, again, this is, again, someone who is uneducated, reading policy, and trying to make choices and decisions about children's lives because they don't want to deal with it. It's like, and I'll out him. Hmm?
2: Um, Oh, Shannon says, I'd be curious to see
1: a breakdown of Christian-based groups they allow to operate on the same premises. Wouldn't that be fun? Well, you know, why don't they make Christian athletes a political organization? Because it is. It. Yeah. Well, under yeah. this, yeah. Under this, like, because yeah. fundamentally,
2: what you have to say is that you know someone's right to live, mm-hmm. someone's right to be who they are, mm-hmm. someone's right to to exist, mm-hmm. is political. Well, as much as we have heard about the decline of America Mm -hmm. and the horrors, Mm -hmm. not horrors, but the horrors of our, you know, uh, of how Christians are treated Mm -hmm. in this country.
1: And SAD, sorry, it's a political organization. Mothers Against Drunk Driving that runs SAD is a political organization. Have it have is lobby. a very political activist activity. organization. Exactly. Um, Why are they allowed on campus? Why are their stickers allowed? Why are they allowed to meet then? Under this, like if under you're going to look
2: at the pride flag as a political statement, mm-hmm. sure. and SAD's a political straight, uh, statement, uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes political statement.
1: Political statement.
2: statement.
1: Um, you know, hell, we might be lucky to keep the FFA. Future farmers of America. Nope, they're political. They actually back yep. candidates and have candidates come in and talk to their future FBLA. farmers of America. Same. Like to, oh, like like name
2: an organization. Like good luck keeping your your journalism. You're right. Like I guess we have to stop producing the school paper because you know journalism class. We can't mm-hmm. say that anymore right um because fundamentally in that class you're going to get taught about Mm -hmm. things like freedom of the press it's Mm -hmm. a very political based concept that you have to learn right if we're going to go to that extent and and walk
1: that line that far um so you know instead of creating this chaos Why are they not stepping up mental health? Why are they not pushing mental health? Especially with the level, and I do mean the level of child suicides going on. Why are they not backing their children?
2: Yeah. I don't get it. Does anyone get it? Can someone explain it to me? Yeah. Because I don't get it.
1: Yeah. No one gets it? You know. We saw an increase of prom drinking and driving and accidents. Every school in this freaking state does that car wreck reenactment right around prom.
2: Yeah. Oh, and sorry, I did make a misstatement. I do want to fix that real quick. The actual number is 1% of those 13 to 17. Right. Sorry. So, I'm extrapolating. The five year old will eventually be a 13 to 17 year old. Right. Um, the 19 year old was a 17 year old and a, you know, mm-hmm. on backwards. I'm doing an extrapolation just because you can't get a thin line number of 13 right. to 17 year olds in the state of West Virginia. Right. You have to deal with five to 19 numbers. okay fine i dealt with five to 19 numbers so that's what it would look like um two years worth of students wouldn't have graduated and let's see five five, six seven eight uh uh, seven excuse me years worth of students wouldn't have even hit the 13 to 17 range or won't hit the 13 to 17 range somewhere in there they won't graduate right we will bury 1,404 children. Yeah. Like, that's insane. Uh, my high school paper advisor freaked out because I wrote an article about how girls were claiming to be Muslim on bad hair days, and I wrote an article that uh, the gist was can I be a bad hair day Muslim too? But all the Muslim kids were happy I said something because they thought uh, they'd get targeted for it. Um, hell stop, that's what they call the program gotta go through a car accident and then through the different levels of hell. Yeah. Um, that's a, that, that's an interesting article, Shannon. Hi, <laughs> wow. I just can't imagine, <sighs> okay. Yeah. Bad hair day Muslim. hmm Oh.
1: So we go on to look at another state. Mm-hmm. We see how they're handling this. Um, this is a war, war, a war of words between three De- Denver County Catholic schools. The topic We're of LGBT schools. Yeah. Um, wow.
2: Want me to take it? All mm-hmm. All right. Um, Denver, who holds the more conservative Catholic beliefs? The topic of LGBTQ is at the center of a tense exchange in claims of defamation by Regis Jesuit High School, St. Mary's Academy, and a letter mentioning both by officials at St. Thomas More Catholic School. Um, it's all just drama at the end of the day, Maddie Shepherdson, an alum of St. Mary's Academy said. That's how she described a series of letters and statements from three schools. The initial letter from STM informed students and parents they would not invite RJHS and St. Mary's to a recruitment event. Both schools are landing spots for grade school students going to high school. In their letter, officials at STM claim both schools endorse same-sex relationships and hold other positions contrary to Catholic principles. Quote, they are still very much Catholic schools with Catholic teachings, an alum from RJHS told Fox 31. Alumni from both schools denied the statement from STM. Their statement that they made was hateful and encouraged bigotry, and that is not okay, Shepardson said. The RJHS alum, who himself is part of the LGBTQ plus community, said the issue does more to exclude people than to promote church values. Doubling down on this old-fashioned rhetoric instead of welcoming more people, being more inclusive, and bringing more people to the church, he said. Shepardson said her experience at St. Mary's, which replied to SDM's letter embracing students of all faiths, beliefs, and human longing, was fulfilling. As a St. Mary's Academy alumni, I can confidently say I thrive not only academically, but also uh, able to enrich my beliefs. Oh, both alumni called the issue inconsequential to any student educational experience at either St. Mary's or RJHS. They are an excellent choice in terms of education, the RJHS alum said. Shepherdson said it might have consequences when it comes to your personal beliefs. Um, try to look past these old, traditional, outdated beliefs, Shepherdson said. Fox 31 reached out to all three schools about the spat between them and only received a reply from Regis Jesuit High School. They said they are exploring all potential remedies in this situation, and as such, it would be inappropriate at this time for us to discuss this matter with you.
3: Hi. Uh huh.
2: God. <laughs> okay. Oh, i got to love Catholic high schools.
1: Oh. Sorry about that. What? Oh, it goes right into video. Ah.
2: Uh, gotta love when that happens.
1: Oh. And, you know, then we go over to New York. Well, now, before we go to New York, mm-hmm. we have to
2: roll, uh, don't we? We'll, have to roll now. we'll cover
1: this and then we'll roll.
2: Okay, we'll co- cover this and then we'll roll. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So um, Pinfall School's policy to discontinue enrollment of LGBTQ students sparks backlash. A local private school is facing backlash from some parents over changes to its student handbook. The new policy from Charles Finney uh, School says it reserves the right to discontinue enrollment of LGBTQ students. Heidi Buckler enrolled her daughter at Finney, a Christian school in Penfield, in 2018. Her son would uh, follow soon after. When we first initially met with everyone, they seemed nice and warm and welcoming, Buckler said, and it seemed like a nice family atmosphere. Buckler, who describes herself as spiritual, thought a religious education would be beneficial. They talked about Jesus and the Bible, and we thought that's a great thing for the children to learn about in addition to a strong curriculum. This summer she received an email from the school about updates to the student handbook, the changes shocked Buckler. The student lifestyle section in particular found I found hateful and I had to read it a couple of times to make sure I was reading it properly, she said. The school said it reserved the right to discontinue enrollment of some students. This includes but is not limited to homosexual lifestyles or alternative gender identities and or promoting, encouraging, or influencing other students about such practices on campus, the handbook reads. It goes against everything I thought the school stood for because the Bible says that Jesus loves everyone regardless, said Buckler. You are specifically singling out one particular group of children, children that are no longer welcome in your school." Any President <coughs> Michael uh, Told 13 W to H A M students have never been asked to leave, but the promotion of alternative lifestyles on campus are not permitted, as they do not support our mission as a school. A second parent who asked to remain anonymous to protect your children said the school held a panel on sexuality this past spring that included a conversion therapist. My son said they never called him a. Uh, my son said they never called him a conversion therapist, but said he could work with you. To make you not gay, the mother, whose son is LGBTQ, told 13WHAM, I was furious. I couldn't believe they would actually bring someone in to say these things to convince kids that they need to change who they are. Conversion therapy is illegal in New York State, and Van Leeuwen denies that took place. He said a panel discussion was held on what he called alternative lifestyles. The uh, quote, the message was not confrontational or condemning in any way, shape, or form, said Ben Lewin. Assemblywoman Jen Lunsford, a Democrat whose district includes Penfield, says she has heard from parents about the panel as well. As for the school's LGBTQ policy, Lunsford said religious schools have broad protections under the First Amendment. Quote, they can effectively do whatever they want, so long as it is in line with the ethos and values of the religion that they subscribe to, And legally, they were insulated from most legislative action that would otherwise protect students in public or non-religious settings, she said. Uh, Lunsford added that while the school may have legal protection to institute the policy, she does not believe it makes it right. Um, Quote, this is why you see higher suicide rates among people who are LGBTQ, Lunsford said. This is why students who are part of that community are subject to bullying and harassment at substantially lower, higher rates than their other peers. And I think this kind of language that dehumanizes people causes real-life threats to our children. Buckler said she felt compelled to speak out. Um, quote, to say that they will disenroll you because you, uh, the way you were born is wrong to me, and I think people should know about it, she said. So, yeah, there's, there, that's a lot going on from there. But let's uh, kill this one with the school statement. Mm-hmm. Quote, The Charles Finning School's mission is to provide quality education in the context of a distinctly Christian environment and values. It is the school's desire to develop and communicate policies that reflect Christian values, seek to educate, restore, and heal. The desired outcome is never to offend, wound, or condemn. Students have never been asked to leave the school, nor will they be, based on their beliefs regarding alternative lifestyles. However, the promotion of alternative lifestyles on campus are not permitted as they do not support our mission as a school. As a private school, parents have the choice to enroll or not based on their personal beliefs um and it continues we have never had a therapist on campus telling students that they would work with them to make them not gay nothing like this has ever been mentioned by anyone at our school we had a panel discussion last year that included a variety of people from various backgrounds addressing questions students had in regards to alternative lifestyles and answered those questions based on a biblical perspective the messaging was not confrontational or condemning in any way shape or form We are a very diverse, loving community, and our desire is that all of our students know that we love and care for them regardless of their political, religious, or sexual identity.
1: But yet, you know, West Virginia now allows our tax dollars to go for this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, Brenda, yes, they can legally not accept or discontinue a student. Yeah. yeah, they can yeah,
2: legally they... not accept. Yeah. yeah. They can reject them. They can throw them out like mm-hmm. basically, basically what was said and what, what protections they have in New York. Um, despite you know, conversion therapy being illegal and the fact that supposedly they did not bring in a conversion therapy therapist, um, who totally didn't say that thing, that apparently a few kids heard. Um cool apparently mm-hmm. um, they are legally protected um, so long as um whatever reason they find to throw you out for um is supported by the uh by
1: Catholicism,
2: right like somewhere somehow meets
1: some ordainment says yeah. it's right this is so and right. fundamentally it
2: would get into a situation of how much money do you have to sue
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like that. That's that's where it could, this could go. Is right. like you know, do, do you want to fight the school? Because your yeah. your kid's going to be out of college mm-hmm. before you get this resolved. Right. Um, that that's sort of like uh, what uh, Gavin. I can't remember his last name in West Virginia. Um, he was a kid who was trans who had to sue his school system. I believe that was West yes um like i think by the time they finally decided that he was already in college like because that had to go through a lot yeah like west virginia didn't back down on that one we wasted a lot of (laughs) educational money fighting Mm -hmm. him um he ultimately won um but yeah but, yeah, you know, they can legally non-accept students at a private school. Mm-hmm. Like, private school can do whatever they want.
1: Right, but this is what Jim Justice wanted the religious bill to go for. You know, yeah. so that parents wouldn't have to, you know, spend their money. They could spend our money to build their bigotry. All right, guys, we are going to take a break, and then we will be back.
2: Hi. I'm Dottie
4: the Psychic, and I'm sure you're wondering why I'm not wearing any makeup. Well, one reason is to irritate my social media manager, Asen Knight. Hi, Asen. The other reason is because I like to get to the naked truth about what it means to be a
2: neurodivergent LGBT person with psychic abilities. I've got vlogs, blogs, and podcasts, and videos, all related to try to live my best life and helping witches and bitches do the same thing. So,
4: you can check all that out and get a reading from Dottie the Psychic at D-O-T-T-I-E the Psychic dot com. Safe
5: travel and much profit to you.
2: Do you have a cute pet? We know you do. Each week, Tracy Ban chooses from submitted photos, a featured reader for her Facebook page, and provides a tarot reading. Your adorable pet cat, dog, rabbit, goat, chicken, snake, or more could be her next featured reader. Visit T-R-A-C-Y-B-A-N-N tracyvan com, and click Featured Reader to submit. We look forward to seeing your pet next.
5: Hey everybody, Lady Gwendolyn here, and I am here to tell you how to get in contact with me and a little bit about what I do. I am the high priestess that works with shadow work to help you grow and heal, and I work with um, access bars, Reiki, I do power forms I'm recently getting into crystal healing sound therapy as well so you can go to lady Gwendolyn healing that is L-A-D-Y G-W-E-N-D-O-L-Y-N H-E-A-L-I-N-G dot com book your appointment with me I do in person I do over the phone I do over zoom we can do that as well Um, my main goal is to help you grow and heal because I've been there, I'm still going through it, and let my strength help guide you. See you soon. Hey everybody,
4: Natalie here from The Pendulum's Path. If you are in need of guidance, direction, spiritual connection, healing, or more, you have come to the right place. I have worked as a psychic and a medium for over three years, connecting people from all over the world with their loved ones, giving them insight and guidance into their current situations, their past healings, their blockages, and what they need to know in order for them to have a better future. It would be my absolute honor if you would come to my website at www.thependulumpath.com. Visit my shop. I have a whole bunch of crystals, oils, oils bombs, mystery boxes, and more, and visit my services. I offer 15-minute, 30-minute, and 60-minute sessions. I also have email readings available if you're not comfortable with the one-on-one session with me, or if you just want to try me out. I encourage you to come visit me at the Pendulum's Path, and let's get you back on the right track today.
1: All right, and we are back. Now, this is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to ask my listeners, and I'm a, and this is going up on the public page, and I'm asking the baristas. I'm going to put that graphic out there. I want to see how far it can go. Can we hit the West Virginia, you know, if you know a representative, tag them. Share it to their page. If you know um, of a school board member, tag them. If you know, a teacher, a principal, on your Facebook Either share it to their profile or share it directly to or tag them in the page. It's going out on my social profile, Ace and Night on Facebook. And I'm going to put it over on Instagram and Twitter. So anywhere y'all are following me, go grab that graphic and get it there. Yes, we did, Ashley. We moved it to 8 p.m. Um, the baristas decided that that would work better than having a floppy schedule.
2: Yeah, we were a little bit all over the place there for a hot yeah. Minute
1: our life changed we're sorry
2: yes we're sorry we're sorry um but we're glad you can join us
1: yes um but so. my point being is look at this graphic and as far as many of these board members and the baristas i will post the board members' information and where you can find that at, at any school board in the state of west virginia you know grab them and get them there
2: Absolutely. And hopefully, we can get some traction on that, help them understand what they're doing in the state of West Virginia as yes. we're talking about uh, pride flags as tools for politics.
1: Yep. And it's and like, we now broadcast at no 8 p.m. Yep. All right. So, moving along, we're going to go into a little bit of weird news. Okay.
2: Well, I do want to add one more thing on that one real quick before we do that. Mm -hmm. I wonder if we could get them to have to take down the American flag because that ain't fucking political.
1: True.
2: (laughs) If that ain't political, I don't Mm -hmm. know what it is. Right. Wouldn't that be a moment? Right. All right.
1: All righty. So, moving into weird news. Man pleads guilty for threatening to bomb... Uh, Morin and Webster's offices over gender definitions. Okay. A California man pled guilty last week for threatening to shoot up and bomb dictionary publisher Morrison and Webster's offices over the inclusion of gender definitions and making similar threats to various other people in institutes uh, and institutions, federal prosecutors announced.
2: Okay, great.
1: 34-year-old, attempted to threaten Webster and the president of the University of North Texas, Walt Disney Company, the governor of California, the mayor's office in New York City, a rabbi, and a professor at Lemora Maymount University in California, according to the announcement from the U.S. Attorney's Office for the District of Massachusetts Wednesday who was arrested back in august frequently suspected subjects of his threats communications because of gender gender identity sexual orientation of various people prosecutors announced her is convicted for two counts of interstate communication of a threat communication to commit violence one threat to one threat to Webster and another threat against the University of North Texas president. He faces up to five years in prison and a $250,000 fine. According to the attorney's office, a federal judge will set his sentence. Really, we're going to threaten people that create dictionaries.
2: Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. All right. This is where we're at, guys. Yeah, this is where we're at.
1: This like, is where we're at. First, we started a book burning. Now we got people trying to bomb dictionary offices.
2: Oh, over words that they have defined. I, like these can't be like. How new of an edition can these be? Like, did someone just find out?
1: Well nineteen
2: forty six. Like I'm just sitting here like I'm just like gender identity added to uh dictionary. Um all right. So ABC News twenty sixteen. Um they have added uh Let's see. Yep, yep, yep. So there's a story from ABC News. Merriam-Webster adds genderqueer, genderfluid, and genderneutral title MX to dictionary. This is from 2016, April 26th. Um, and yeah, Merriam-Webster has added gender-inclusive words to its unabridged dictionary, including cisgender, genderqueer, and the gender-neutral title MX. As part of a big update of over 1,400 new words to its lexicon, though the update was announced last Wednesday, the gender-inclusive editions received widespread attention Monday evening when Merriam-Webster threw some shade on Twitter at critics of the editions. Um, (laughs) Merriam-Webster. People keep, one, saying they don't know what genderqueer means, then two, asking why we added it to the dictionary shade miriam webster shade
1: oh they've got, they've got to have the same social media manner
2: oh it's lovely it's certainly very inter- uh, quote it's certainly very interesting to see people criticizing us for including the words but then asking what they mean miriam webster lex, uh, lexiconif- lexo, uh Emily Brewster told ABC News Today they end up providing exactly why we needed to add them. Right. In addition to adding the words genderqueer, "gender," genderfluid, and transphobia, Merriam-Webster has also updated the meanings for existing words non-binary, gender expression, and gender identity, Brewster said. Numerous mm-hmm. LGBTQIA+, and gender-inclusive advocates have said they regard Merriam-Webster's additions as important validation, For people who use such terms to describe themselves and their experiences, the additions are also a reflection of society's growing understanding of gender as a spectrum rather than a binary. So, yeah, quote, just because these terms are now in the dictionary doesn't suddenly make them real, but their additions do provide important affirmation and validation at an institutional level, said Joel uh, Baum senior director for professional development at gender spectrum and national organization that quote helps to create gender sensitive inclusive environment for all children and teens uh quote the fact is there is literally a difficult convincing process that many non-binary people have to go through to prove their existence or experiences are real bomb told abc news today this is just another arrow in the quiver to help the general public understand their experiences not everyone identifies as male, female, or transgender. So, yeah, that article goes on, but quite frankly, it's from April 26th, 2016. Mm-hmm. Hello. It's been a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think someone should have, if they were going to get mad, done that a while ago. Go.
1: All right, and um, Mixed Dust Replayed Mr. or Mrs. Um, mm-hmm.
2: Does it does it does? Yes. Um, I just want to see real... Okay, well, let me get a shorter version of this link because it's going to blow up if I share uh-huh. it out. Um, and we will share that article for you guys in case you want to read more. There is a little more to it. It's a great article.
5: Mm-hmm. Um
2: so yeah oh that's not where i wanted to go uh link short error give me something that's where it just was tiny url dude you're getting my business um there we go and yeah i don't care make a tiny URL. okay and copy so there we go there's the article y'all can check into the um, at least for, you know, when Merriam Webster added gender uh, queer, gender fluid, and gender neutral title MX. Darn. And am I saying that one, right? Is it MX? Yeah. Like, I just, I don't know. I, I keep yeah. having this moment. Yeah. I keep seeing MX. You know what we should do? What? Go over to merriam-webster.com, which I believe yeah. is m w.com. Mm-hmm. Yes, m-w.com. I thought I remembered. Um, and we will look that up. And it is MX. Mm-hmm. It is MX. That is the appropriate pronunciation. It was first used as a noun in 1973 and um, 1977, depending upon the version. No. So yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you
1: go.
2: Um righty.
1: Alrighty.
2: That was fun.
1: That was fun. Now let's talk about some more darker news. Ugh, more darker news, God <laughs> Yes. <laughs> the Ukrainian war latest bodies buried, so signs of torture found in Islam mass graves. Ugh. Now we can't even like they can't even show the video yeah. in this news story of what was found. But bodies discovered at a mass grave in eastern Ukraine city of as Imyon um, are mostly citizens showing signs of torture, Ukrainian authorities said. On a Thursday, Ukrainian officers say they found a mass grave containing four hundred and forty bodies and said there was proof of war crimes carried out by Russian forces Russia has not publicly commented on these matters the region's governor um and I cannot pronounce his name said that people had met a violent death and that their bodies with hands tied behind their (coughs) bikes early on Friday police chief again cannot pronounce the name properly said that the preliminary estimates the bodies showed most of them were citizens Ukrainian president said the video addressed overnight that Russia was leaving death behind, every, behind it everywhere, and that must be held responsible. On Friday, he alleged the whole that whole families were buried, and said people were tortured, likely aftermaths of Russians' withdrawal from Neokariv months ago. Ooh. I think there is a project in South America of them having to go in and literally go grain by grain, dirt, red dirt, and to be able to identify, okay, the bodies, their DNA testing, they're, they're going to have to do this in the Ukraine. This is sickening. Somebody needs to hold Russia accountable. And I do mean Accountable.
2: I I have a horrible suspicion this is going to end up in a war crimes tribunal. Like, because I'm sorry that's, that's Right. No. Like, I am just having a moment. Mm -hmm.
1: Now Abbott and uh, DeSantos are, are using their busing ideas from Jim Crow laws. If you all that don't know, migrants were misled and were flown to um, Martha's Vineyard. Of course, Martha's Vineyard has kicked in there, pulled the shit together, got everything going on. Um, New York has had to do this. Other places have had to do this because, you know, these people want to fly migrants all over the place and bust them all over the place but they're being misled they're told one thing and there's actually another is occurring they don't even know where they're going and i think that they should be charged with kidnapping Uh Mm
2: -hmm. well it looks like russia has a history of saying screw the geneva convention so Mm
1: -hmm. i yeah yeah of course, well, It's you know. still
2: a signatory to the Geneva Conventions, which is made up of four uh, treaties and three additional protocols. It has rejected one of those, at least as of 2019, October 16th. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that one concerns... Uh, so, Putin's letter dated October 16th and addressed to the Speaker of Lower House of Parliament on the quote, recall of the statement made at the ratification, in quote, said an international commission set up in order to investigate war crimes against civilians uh, quote, has effectively failed to carry out its function since 1991. Um, so I'm trying to figure out, like, okay, so there's a lot going on with that. Um, So, Russia has been accused by critics of causing multiple civilian deaths since its involvement in the Syrian conflict. It was also blamed for killings of civilians during its short war with Georgia in 2008. Moscow denies the allegation. So, yeah. Basically, they revoked that protocol of the Geneva Convention. So, they are fighting outside of that and will kill civilians. Mm
1: -hmm. With whatever force they deem necessary. Or whatever style they mean necessary. This is sick. Mm-hmm. They need to be held accountable. And they need to be held accountable. Very swiftly. Yeah, But they're. The Ukraine are kicking ass. Like they've almost pushed them out of the country. Um, of course you know. Russia's spinning us. They don't want to go to. You know that Ukraine doesn't want to go to peace talks. No they want to kick your ass out. Mm-hmm. They're not going to have peace talks. I hope they grain territory on you. That's war with Russia. Mm-hmm. That's the, the sad reality
2: of a war with Russia. With
1: Russia. Mm-hmm. Well, not only that, but it's a sad war when you have literally brought out the grandmas out of the kitchen with the damn skills going, oh, we ain't taking this shit. Oh, uh-huh. no, we're going bring you home to your mama. Well, basically, yes.
2: Yeah. Um, there you go. That's, that's the ones that run. That's the ones that run. The ones that stay are basically fighting however they fight. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, we're going to take our, our top
1: of the hour break and we'll be right back.
2: All right. Welcome back, goblins! My name is Jason, and I am the host of the Esoteric Book Club, a podcast that examines titles on the magical, paranormal, the mysterious, and the strange. I release two episodes a month in which I review books on esoteric topics, recap news of the weird, and conduct interviews with authors, practitioners, and experiencers. The Esoteric Book Club can be found on every major podcast service or can be streamed directly from esotericbookclub.org.
4: Hi, I'm Tracy Van. I provide a blended reading consisting of mediumship, psychic and tarot cards. A reading from me can cover any guidance you need from relationships with your partner or your family, spiritual, financial, any questions you may need clarity on. If you would like to book an appointment with me, check out my website, tracyvan.com. That's T-R-A-C-Y-V-A-N-N.com. I have bookings from 15 to 60 minutes you may choose from. That helps if you just have a quick question, need an answer, or if you're looking for a reading in more depth, I'm here to provide the guidance and clarity for you. Uh, Let's just figure it out. Bye.
2: Hi, Techie Joe here. I work with Asa Knight, some of the best psychics in West Virginia, to create amazing live streams and podcasts for the Psychic Coffee Shop Network. Together we brew up great content discussing news, events, hot topics and more, all from a psychic perspective. On The Psychic Coffee Shop, we interview amazing authors in the metaphysical realm. Coffee and Tea combines Asen with Tracy, Dottie, Natalie, or Lady Gwendolyn for the good and the bad of being a psychic. Shameless self-promotion with Dottie the Psychic talks to leading and emerging YouTubers and business owners in our community. Mountain Bears brings you the latest in LGBT news and politics. The Psychic That Plans answers the question of, well, how a psychic plans. Plus, we're live on air. We take your comments and your questions, including psychic advice questions. Check out our amazing programming, book an appointment with top psychics, and find out all the wonderful things we have to offer at pcsbnetwork.com today.
1: Hi, I'm Asa Knight. I provide tarot readings covering everything from love and relationships to your life questions and your spiritual answers. And also, I provide a lot of guidance and finances and divorces and all those relationship problems. So, If you'd like to get a reading from me, privately, not on air, you can feel free to do so by visiting aceandnight.com and booking your appointment. I also provide on-demand services, so if your life is a little chaotic, you can go ahead and click that call now button there on my site, great for a quick answer question. All right, guys, back to the show. Enjoy. All right, welcome back. All right, Emily. Hello, Miss Emily. Welcome. You're describing us at the break. So, I didn't choose a poly advice question, Joe did. Oh, did I now? Yes, it was posted in one of your Facebook groups, and I thought we'd talk about it. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay, here's the scenario. You have an older gay couple.
2: Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. And I cannot pull that one up fast enough, so we're just going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it.
1: Break it down
2: for us. All right, so basically this is an older couple, no children. Um, Not older, senior, exactly, but like uh, hitting the verge. When you start going, "Mm okay. Um, so let's just go with like late fifties, early sixties. Um, so if they were in West Virginia, which they're not, they're actually in, uh, I believe Denver area or no, excuse me, Texas, Texas. They're in Texas. Um, they own some property. They're not rich, but they own some property. They've got a little bit of money. Um, and effectively this popped up into a polyamory group. Um, because they were trying to effectively match with a single or a couple, Mm -hmm. um, and they weren't sure what, quite what they were doing. Um, but that was their goal is to match up, um, I believe with a younger, uh, single or couple, um, they want to take the property, um, and I'm assuming, you know, money and all of it um, put it into what would effectively be a trust. And then effectively what happens is like the younger, single or couple takes care of the older couple or single as you know, their health and life, uh, progresses or ends. Um, and then it keeps dwindling, you know, down to the remaining trustees until eventually, the two of you are left or one of you is left um as basically their retirement plan um -hmm. to avoid you know assisted living retired living uh nursing home living um and deal with the situation that they're in in which you know they're starting to enter that that point where they have to consider okay we have health issues we're going to continue to have health issues we're going to have more health issues and we really don't like our options mm-hmm. um so they were looking for someone there um so that's the general gist of it um yeah. is what was going on
1: and you know they brought up a very interesting conversation in the house and this is the reason i chose this is my topic this week final life planning yeah yeah you know well
2: i don't think it's quite final life planning it, it's it's not how you're gonna get buried which is where most people go or end of life planning where mm-hmm. it's like okay you're choosing how you die um right. this is more you know okay we've got to retire and we have to have our needs met planning mm-hmm. so you know retirement needs meet uh meet planning right um so yeah Yeah, Yeah, we're hitting all the heavy stuff.
1: (laughs) Right. So this is what standardly happens in a poly relationship, either one or two models of perveral. One is you do wheels and you cross wheel owned property to each other, and it can be very complicated. The other, and this is something that I think that we will probably go with, is we just put all our assets in an LLC and have everything in the llc stand on its own because that it, then well, creates its the trust right well Those are basically trust is the
2: other one
1: yeah right yeah that way there isn't the will we build a life for 40 years the three of us mm-hmm. and or more or more and we got to figure out well who do who do you want to take the house well i don't care who takes this house well who do you want to take the cars i don't know Your your niece has been nice this month let's give it to her
2: (laughs) oh fun um no so it does become a need to figure out um assets and property right um that's one side of it. The other side of it, the, the side that I think concerned me more mm-hmm. um, was th- this sounded like they were pretty, you know, upfront, like all cards on the table kind of couple. And I'm going, you may not because like and, and they're sitting there going, we don't have a lot. Yeah, like we don't we got we, we've got a house and some property and a little bit of money. It's not a big deal to them right um and i'm sitting here going you are shining a fat light into the sky for some really screwed up characters though yeah like it's not a lot to you it's it it, and you know at the end of the day it may not be a lot right um but you need to be really careful with that Um, you, you can attract some very ugly people that will gladly beat the hell out of you for, you know, 10 grand, which property and house and a little bit of money is easily more than right. You know what I mean? Like you, you go into this situation, it's okay for a couple of years. One of you starts to slip. Um, and next thing you know, um, it's, it's, an ugly, ugly story on, like, one of the channels you watch. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and like, hacked up dismembered bodies galore. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, yeah. It doesn't have to be a lot of money. No. It doesn't. I've seen families
1: fight over items of a nickel. A quarter. They're vultures every time. I love Shannon's comment here. I swear my family had me at the point of drawing a circle in the dirt, putting whatever people were fighting over in the middle, and basically saying, whoever was left standing that that round got it. And I've seen yeah. family, I've been I have dealt with families that way. Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: It happens. It happens.
1: It does. Like,
2: it does. I have a firm belief. That every like there, there's just like if it's not a shit show before the funeral, if it's not okay. a shit show at the funeral, oh, it's gonna be a shit show. Yeah. During probate and assets, mm-hmm. um, like there's there's like or it's gonna be all of the above or a couple of the above. Mm-hmm. Like you don't get out of no one, right? Like, no one, zero, zero people. Get out of the someone died shit show. It's always a shit show. Like you exactly. don't ever do what now? Exactly. Yeah. Like no, you don't ever sit there and think you're getting out of the someone died shit show. It's
1: exactly. Always. That's and why you know everything. I have every family, every Everybody. family, every family. That's why you know I am of the firm opinion that you need a very instructive old wheel. You also need a very instructable trust pre-set up if you want to remain at home and you want to own your property. I don't know if we'll get to that point. We may get to the point if we sell every damn thing and move to Florida and rent us a nice little condo in a senior living community and enjoy the fuck out of it and make sure that our bank accounts have no more than enough to bury us in.
2: Well, there you go.
1: Um...
2: Like there, there's a lot to to consider, there. right? Um, but no, there, like, and it is. It doesn't seem like that much, and, and it's easy to think that. Like, you own your mm-hmm. own home, you own you some property, you got a little bit of money in the bank. It's not a whole mm-hmm. lot. It's not, Literally. you know. But you start selling those assets, yeah, and that money adds up. Mm-hmm. But more importantly. When you start advertising this, right, it will attract people that have less. Yes, period in the discussion, you, you like you, if you're sitting there and you're going, well, we're not multimillionaires, well, you're not talking to multimillionaires. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not who you're talking to. You're looking for people presumably because you want this to be a mutually beneficial relationship mm-hmm. that are in a situation that they're willing to consider this, that this sounds like an okay thing to them. Yeah. So the biggest group of people that are going to go for that, mm-hmm. are going to be people that have less and like, Hey, I got to take care of like a couple old gay dudes
1: for uh-huh.
2: like, you know, five to 20 years and I get a Mm -hmm. house and money and a car and life, you know, like, Mm -hmm. all right. Mm -hmm. Doesn't sound bad. Mm -hmm. Um, And especially when you have someone that's coming into it, Mm it's not really looking like, or not sounding necessarily like they've really like talked to a lawyer They've got someone lined up to do like a background check and fingerprinting and, you know, right? go through all this and make sure that, you know, they have all the databases and make sure you don't have mm-hmm. any issues related to like elder abuse, elder or incapacitated adult abuse, that mm-hmm. you're doing reference checks, that you're talking to some people Before Mm -hmm. you do this, because this is not a poly setup for um, like marriage of convenience. This is poly of convenience. Yes, not a sexual relationship, and they clearly stated this. This is not a sexual relationship. This isn't love in any like like. That's not what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. Um, they're effectively looking to create substitute children. Right. Like someone who's younger than they are.
1: Right.
2: That that you know can can roll this long term
1: mm-hmm.
2: and ensure that like they die with dignity and respect um in their home.
1: Right.
2: I mean it's pretty straightforward. Um you know that that they're looking down the road and the possibilities and the issues that could happen. All right um if you know the two of them both become um you know older and sicker and All right, you know, in pain this
1: hit at a weird time too guys like it just hit me at a weird time okay For my patrons will call it the scooter incident
2: the scooter incident yeah <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I'm swear like... to God, he drops one casserole dish.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you would think he was going to a nursing home tomorrow.
1: You've already got the pamphlets, I'm sure. Shady pines. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I will gladly move to Florida, honey. But it really talks to... Um, you know, the situations that, you know, gay seniors are now facing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well,
2: and and that we're now having more options. Uh, Or more importantly, after... I think the the previous... Like, we're we're hitting an intersectional generation. Mm -hmm. Um, Because if you back up, we lost so many people during the 80s and 90s that just never made it right they, they didn't make it they 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 disappeared right like they died of hiv and aids mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so that took a big chunk out of the population okay you back up before them to our aging mm-hmm. seniors um and they just kind of went back in the closet yep, and died out their years in nursing homes, pretending that they were just, you know, the guy down the street. Mm-hmm. Um, then you start flashing forward and the, the post, you know, 80s, 90s, or those who were in relationships in the 80s and 90s, the late 80s and 90s, um, they are now starting to hit that point when they're having to consider, okay, well, we've made it to, like, 55, 60. Mm-hmm. We're in decent health. Um, oh, yeah, HIV treatment got way better. Sure. Um, so even people who got HIV are not, are not progressing to, uh, to AIDS
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, and will most likely die of any old people reason right fell down the stairs drank too much you know all Mm -hmm. the normals not HIV or uh, well not AIDS that's not going to be the listed cause of death um more than likely like there's like a marginal version of that but that's not for the show right um so now they're having to consider this planning and they're looking yeah. backwards and going, yeah, I ain't going back in the fucking closet. Are you k- kidding me? Exactly. Like, I'm not doing this. And then you you couple that with a group of uh, people that are also going, nursing homes are too damn expensive. And I didn't get mm-hmm. a job that gave me the opportunity for long-term care insurance. Mm-hmm. And didn't have the money for it or whatever. Whatever reason... Mm-hmm. um to go yeah yeah i'm i don't have long-term care insurance for eight to ten grand a month right in nursing home care
1: right well um, yeah, but the option to actually go to a nursing home where you can be well cared for and your partner can be in the bed with on the other side of the bed or come visit you on the, you know every day or however they want to run that There's still assets to divide and situations to figure out need to talk to an estate planner because you need to and i promise you that family member you haven't heard from in 30 fucking centuries will show up at the county courthouse on probate day
2: mm. they they you know they may you know um uh, uh love the center hate the sound but i'll tell you right now the cash uh box starts ringing mm-hmm. they love them some money mm-hmm. They love them some money. They don't care where it comes from. They will
1: love some money. Right. Um, And they'll do whatever they have to to get it. Right. All right. So let's move on to, are you an asshole?
2: Yes. All right. So am I the asshole for ripping up a check in front of my husband? I, 29 female and my husband, 30 male got married in June. I recently found out that I will be expecting, and we are very excited. Money has been a a little light due to my husband only working part-time. He wants to spend his free time uh, by building a baby room. I think it's very sweet and I'm very excited to see the room. My parents and husband get along okay. They're worried that my husband is only with me for money. I grew up in a nice neighborhood and went to good schools. My parents did not grow up with money and worked hard to become successful. My husband did not grow up with money and has not asked for anything. We do not share finances as he loves to spend money. My parents asked me to come over for dinner as they wanted to talk. I went over and they told me that they had given a husband a check for $500 to help with the baby room. I was surprised when they gave me another check for $1,000. I went home and saw my husband playing on a brand new PlayStation 5. I asked him where the money was that my parents gave him and he admitted to using it on the PlayStation. I asked him about the $1,000 check, and he said, I'm using that on a new gaming PC. I pulled the check out and ripped it up. He starts yelling at me and calls me a petty bitch for destroying the check. I told my parents about everything, and they are demanding for their money back. His parents are calling me crazy and think I was in the wrong. Edit, for those asking where he bought the PS5 from, he bought it through someone locally. Um, I, not the asshole. Not, not the, the asshole, asshole. asshole at all. I, but I'm sitting here going, did he just not get it, or like I think the the her, her parents would have been like fine if he had gone to Lowe's or Home Depot or 84 Lumber or whatever home <laughs> improvement store, spent the money, bought you know something anything Mm -hmm. and used maybe a small portion for something else like I who would care yeah like you stopped and bought a game out of the $500 meh 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 no big deal you went and bought a PlayStation 5 with the $500 they gave you for the baby's room like Mm -hmm. did
1: you not understand why they gave you money like, did you not understand that it wasn't a personal gift? Congratulations, you carried on our DNA? Yeah. Dude's an no. asshole. Can we file for divorce tomorrow? Yeah. Like, well,
2: yeah, there's a lot there. There's right. a lot there. Like, it was already, co- like, red flaggy concerning enough that we don't share finances as he loves to spend money. hmm Ooh, no. But then I want to know what the hell his parents are on.
1: Well, I think his parents are on the oh my god, your parents gave you this amount of money. We aren't gonna <coughs> be able to provide that. Why aren't you know, like what's your deal here? But again, that just shows the immaturity and what I call poor mentality and bullshit that people do with their damn money.
2: Yeah. Like it I like I I just sit here and go, What were his parents thinking? Like there's no defending this. Right. Like, what What were you doing? Like, why Why would the parents defend that? His parents right. defend that. Why? Right. Like, it's pretty clear and obvious that the money was for the baby room. Yes. Or for the baby. Or, you know, put it up and save it for a rainy mm-hmm. day and just go, right. my right. in-laws are amazing. Right. right. But you spent it on a PlayStation 5? Yeah. Like, what magical sperm do you think you have?
1: Well, not only that, but why do you think that you get create, you get congratulated for creating a child when a child is going to be very expensive? Now, granted, I know that our current cultural situation is trying to rebuild the population from the ones they allowed to die because they would not enforce the laws on the books. But this is bullshit. Like, I'm sorry. Guys, you have to look at this and see it for what it is, which is point-blank bullshit. This dude is an idiot. His wife needs to hurriedly protect herself and her child. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: I think he got a sperm donor, honey.
1: That's a guarantee.
2: Like, I I just don't think this is going to be a long-term... Right. I mean, part of me could like chastise her decision to have a child, like get married, have a child with someone who basically is a child. Right. This is how he acted. He acted like it was birthday money, and someone just gave him a really big birthday check. Right. Um, and he was just like, and it is a birthday check. It's just right. not for his birthday. Right. Um, but gave him a birthday check and just like go do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And it's no. No, no no right like mm-mm, no and then gonna turn around and spend another thousand on a computer right like that's the next layer <laughs> of it is like you never had appreciation for what the money was for you just saw money and went to spend it right yeah shannon i think i'm there if she's going to keep full control over the finances and give him an allowance they might be able to make it work but it's a matter no. of how big a problem it'll be I, I don't know i i think shannon has a point mm-hmm. if you know they they keep it very much split between hers and his
1: mm-hmm. Well, she's already paying most of the bills, buying most of the food, and her, most of her check goes towards savings. His part-time job does nothing for the house. Well,
2: except for take care of him. Right. Which sometimes, that's not the right. worst.
1: You oh, I mean? think
2: it is. Well, I but hear me is. out, hear me out, hear me out. If he's bad with money, you don't right. want him on the the her, any of her accounts. Right. Um, And it lets him go do whatever the hell he wants to do with a limit. Mm -hmm. And as long as she can tow the noob, I'm not giving Mm -hmm. you money for that. I'm not giving you a credit card. I'm not doing any of these things. You know, you want to go blow your money. That's great. You go do that. Right. But stay out of mind.
1: Right. Yeah. But the other part of this is making sure that the family no longer benefits his addiction to gaming the other part of this is looking at the bullshit this creates within a household um and also the stress is going to be on her because she's going to have to take maternity leave and hello we're in america so she's not going to get funded for maternity leave well not guaranteed. he cuts back to part time so he can build a baby room yeah What's he gonna do? is Lay concrete during the day and and carve (gasps) in the evenings? Please, this isn't the eighteen hundreds.
2: Yeah, pretty
1: much. I mean, I'm see your lawyer enforce your prenup and get the fuck out of there before you have the child and then have to deal with two children.
2: Yeah, that might be a good life plan.
1: Right. Um, I don't know.
2: I'm just still sitting here with it. Like, maybe it works out. Maybe, you know, he brings something else to the table that, that is worth it. Um, you know what I mean? Like, maybe like maybe it's one of those relationships she's okay with. She knew this going in, and she's like, Yeah, he's an evergreen toddler. Yep. Um, right. and it's like, what you gonna do? It's best in the dating pool. Yeah. Um I mean, cause yeah. Right. Oh, so yeah.
1: Yeah. So um, take comments.
2: Yeah, we got a lot coming in. So yeah. Brenda's with she needs a partner, not another child. Right. Um, now Shannon's pointing out that her husband is kind of like that, can't save money to save his life um so he hands over money to make sure the bills got paid and then kept some spending money for himself Mm -hmm. um and she points out if they agree that his money is fun money and that he does stuff for her with it too Mm -hmm. and that works for them then cool um yeah yeah um, but yeah, she basically found it better to have him handle some things before uh the rest, and uh he had to go back to Mexico. Um, I will say there are couples that kind of break their finances that way though. Mm-hmm. Um like I, I've seen that one happen, is that they, they fit everything onto one paycheck. Mm-hmm. Um, two income household, household live at the means of one paycheck. So, if anything one ever happened to them, they wouldn't be hurting. Mm-hmm. Um, but and it was the smallest of the two paychecks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the rest of the money went into savings and paid for vacations and did fun things, right? And it worked out for them, it was great. Um, they right. had a you know nice little nest egg, they got to do a lot of fun things, they didn't live above means they couldn't support. Right. Like, it, like, because there was that one movie uh, a few years ago. Um, everyone brings up the line about uh, uh, um, your sister's been through uh, a, a lot, uh, or my sister's been through a lot, and the husband or the boyfriend, whatever. Anyway, it's the the couple that's divorcing, but they can't afford to. Right, like they'll lose the apartment because they independently cannot afford this damn apartment. So mm-hmm. they try to live together anyway. Right. Okay. Um, like that's a trap. A lot of people get into, um, mm-hmm. and it's easy anymore. We've redeveloped a world that's built for dual income and it takes all of it.
1: Right. Sure. Should um, now refer back to someone else's tagline monogamy in this economy.
2: Mm. Hmm. The breakup. Thank you, Shannon. Yeah. Um, like, sorry, I could not get that to pop in my head. It was a Jennifer Aniston and what is it, uh, Vince Vaughn? Right. I think. Anyway, fun movie, but um, it, it a lot of people are in that situation that they're just too broke to divorce, right? Or like they're skating by with two incomes, right? Um, and the the cost of divorcing or splitting up is just <laughs> no, right. Like, I can't afford to live. Right. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. But anywho. All right, guys. Well, I hope you've enjoyed the show. Tomorrow night we will have um Miss Natalie on with her pendulum live uh with her live show. And then of course we will be back on Sunday. It is our anniversary, but we still have to plan the week. So we'll be <laughs> on with psychic that plans. I hope you guys are enjoying this new format. Again, our times are earlier. We hope that that's okay. Our baristas, I believe, like it. And we're trying to keep to the hour and a half mark. With that, we do want to take a moment to thank our baristas because they make our world so much easier.
2: All right, so Vanna takes it away. We would like to uh, thank Beverly Walker, Minka G., Kathy, Mary Winfield, Brenda Bryant, Ashley Gish, Shannon C., Shannon D., Lady Gwendolyn, Charles Shaw, Dottie the Psychic, Tracy Van, Donna White, and The Laughing Tree Grove. If you'd like to learn more about us or the show or how you can become a barista yourself, please visit pcspnetwork.com.
1: Yes, and thank you, Shannon, for the reminder. We are taking this weekend to get the rebranding done and the rescheduling done and all that. It is a work in progress. Yeah. All right, guys, we will see you lovely on Sunday with our planners in hand. Good night, y'all. Good night.